Hey guys, Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Happy Monday. Another brand new episode coming at you, baby. Uh, what a weekend in Philadelphia, I want to say. My first time at Helium Comedy Club. Sold out almost all my shows, and you guys were fucking unbelievable. Sorry about your Eagles losing, but uh, <laughs> thank God. Thank God the shows were before that. But you guys are truly some of the best comedy fans in the country, and uh, the, the room is unbelievable. Shout out to the whole staff uh, and, and everyone that came out for making it a truly memorable weekend. I taped uh, three of the shows. I'm going to be posting a lot of clips from them uh, in the next few weeks, so stay on the lookout for that. Um, this weekend, I'm at Spokane Comedy Club in Spokane, Washington, uh, which I cannot wait for. First time at that club. That is the 17th through the 19th of January, Thursday through Saturday, Spokane Comedy Club. Tickets at AdamRayComedy.com. Brad Williams uh, is off this week, but next week we'll be in Phoenix, Arizona at Copper Blues Live on January 24th. And then Tempe, Arizona at the Tempe Improv through Sunday, January 27th. Tickets at BradWilliamsComedy.com. Uh, today's episode is a great episode. It's one of our favorites here on the podcast. You know him, you love him. It's Piot Michael, baby. Back for more laughs and uh, and impressions. And uh, I make him cold read a Morgan Freeman monologue at the end. Piot's always great. We just laughed a ton of this episode. No Brad on this one. He uh, is celebrating his birthday tonight in Cleveland, uh, but then comes back uh, for uh, for a bunch of new pods in the next few weeks. Um, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam Ray Comedy, Brad at Funny Brad, at Alan Podcast, uh, at Piot, the Piot Michael. I'm sorry, at this is Piot on Twitter and Piot.Michael on Instagram. Uh, about last night, podcast.com for all your ALN episodes, past and present, and your ALN merch, uh, beanies, sweats, and t shirts. ShopAdamRay.com for Adam Ray merch uh, at the new AdamRayComedy.com, which is all revamped. So get your Adam Ray merch. Uh, over at adamraycomedy.com. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and rate and comment on the iTunes page. Helps us climb the charts. We appreciate all the love and support. And email us at aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com with a chance to win some free ALN merch if we read your email live on the podcast, which I'm doing right now. Today's fan mail comes from Marty Mercer from Montreal, uh, Canada. Happy New Year, Adam and Brad. This year is one of the best for you guys. You shared so many great guests and good times with all of us. Uh, you did more live shows than we deserve. The finale of that Easter podcast was the funniest, most fucked up thing I've seen in a long time. I got to attend your live show in Montreal and had a blast. Hopefully you guys can keep up the momentum for 2019. I hope we can too. P.S. I follow you guys on social media. I wanted to let you know that what you guys thought about uh, the fact that Joe Rogan's dog has attracted more Instagram followers in six weeks than both of your accounts and the ALN account put together. Thanks for that fucking reality check, Marty. Maybe you could step up your game by posting some shots of Brad running... Uh, running Adam through the canyons on a leash or a photo set of Adam in some of Kate Quigley's bikinis. Keep me giggling, Marty in Montreal. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, thanks for the fucking honest feedback, Marty. As weird as it was, we appreciate it. Uh, email us your address. We'll send you some merch, you fucking weirdo. Thanks for listening, Marty, and thanks to you for all listening. So many great apps coming up in 2019, so make sure you're subscribed. Tell your friends, tell your family. And now that we've got the Twitter handles, tour dates, and merch info out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with the very funny Piot Michael. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down and... 
to a dope podcast. Eric lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. Um, well, it's good to see you. Hey, it's good to see you, Adam. Does that sound authentic? It does. Does it sound real? It does. I love you, Adam. You can. <laughs> I love you very much. I've missed you, buddy. I miss you too. But then when I see you, it's like, oh, I, I felt like I saw you last week. Isn't it great? There's only a handful of people in my life I feel that way about. Me, We're li- me, me, and Brad and me. Yeah. Yeah. See, I am not an egomaniac at all. <laughs> and maybe my stepdad. Speaking of step anything, my stepmom has been firing on all cylinders lately. Mm-hmm. Um, what over the holidays? Some yeah, shit yeah. Because you know, I think it takes a couple years of life, and by that, for me, I mean thirty six, to start to recognize like family. It everyone's got a fucked up family, right? Everyone says that. Like, yeah, everyone's there's coming, no such thing as normal. No, it's, there's no thought. And no but getting to a point where you can appreciate and have be cognizant of the. Uh, specialties yeah, that each the family tendencies. member the tendencies that are bringing uh, and these are very polite ways of saying like the cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs <laughs> yeah. that lives inside of all of us oh my gosh well I was I, I don't want to say I was lucky but I stayed in LA for the holidays oh, great. I didn't go anywhere so I stayed with my girlfriend and six cats and you know that's normal you that's normal s- <laughs> does Trump have any cats yeah, Trump has lots of cats I love pussy pussy cat over here you see, that's an easy joke, everybody. It's called a hack joke. Hack joke. <laughs> but you I don't would never do this on stage. No, you don't do hack jokes, <laughs> uh, boy. If he does, all I fucking do. Real quick tangent. Uh, if he does, sorry, when he does get asked to resign, to uh, not obtain, gonna happen, Adam. Uh, well, it's there's a lot of stuff going down right now, Don, and your kids are getting in trouble. And I know that if there's one I thing, I don't have children. <laughs> They're all. They're all part of my corporation. That's it. Ivanka is a fembot. Ivanka, great fembot, great fembot. Was originally a man bot. Then I had, you know, didn't work out. By the way, that is the that might be because you know I'm not putting anything past him to, you know, save himself. So it's like, what if he did just come on and be like, I don't have any kids. I don't have children. I don't even have a brain. I don't know why I'm guilty. I can't be guilty. Get these. What's get, what is the craziest thing he could say that his base would still support? Because I don't have a brain is pretty good. I am go, from the planet Ulipti, and the, the lizard people, they've got a message for you. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess what? That was more of a visual joke. Half of the base, no, that, that came through. Message. Like, I love lizards. I, yeah, great. If, if you think about it, we're I'm all slithering. We're all lizards, okay, yeah. deep down inside. And Infowars.com. Yeah. Lizard people are real. <laughs> and you know what? We were all actually a part of Oplipidus, the planet. Well, that's the scary thing is every time, it's so magnetic, you want to see what the fucking crazy shit he'll say, but then every time he says it, you're like, you motherfuckers believe him or aren't even like stepping to the side and say, Oh, okay, that's it. That that draws the line for me. That's the scary thing. Well, they're in too deep. It's like if you, you know, you jump into a swimming pool, right, in the yeah. deep end, and, you know, you, you start freaking out because you're like, fuck, I can't swim. But at least for a little bit, you try to, like, tread water and doggy paddle real fast yeah, to act like you know what you're doing. the other side of the pool, wouldn't you get out? <laughs> uh, well, I once went well, to first a of pool. all, man, we, we all swim in peace. Oh, so. man, I once went to a pool. 
we like I was I think it was one of the first times we I was taking classes in the deep end. Yeah. And I remember on the other side in the you know shallow end of the pool, everybody's like, ah! <laughs> kids get out, fucking floating diaper. Oh, God. And, and so I'm like, okay, that's kind of creepy. Oh, then, you know, then that's not what they were screaming about. They were screaming about there was shit and the shit was like, you know, floating through. Lifeguard comes in as to like dig it oh, out. That kid is like, Can this, you imagine this that summer lifeguard? is not worth it. The summer of poo. The summer of poo. This summer. The summer of poo. Yeah. 1997. <laughs> it's not Where about a... you during the summer of poo? Is, there, is this Casey Kasem? <laughs> it's me, Casey Kasem. Where were you during the summer of poo? And I'm not talking about Christopher Robin and his gang of animal creatures. And I'm not talking about Winnie the Pooh. No. (laughs) Yeah. Are you Shaggy too? (laughs) Damn. Uh, Didn't the guy who did Shaggy, didn't he also do uh, a handful of characters? No, it was Casey Kasem who did Shaggy. What? You didn't know that? Oh, wait, maybe I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's me, Casey Kasem. And you know... um, Steve Buscemi did the original Yogi Bear. That's right. Hey, boo-boo. <laughs> you know, I had a much deeper voice back then. I can't really do it now, but um, <clears throat> let me try. Hey, boo-boo. Yeah, it's pretty close, but um, I had quite the career. Some people don't know this, but I'm a fucking vampire. I have. I am immortal. I'm not going to fucking die. <laughs> if you ever meet him... By the way, has anyone ever asked you, like... If you met one of these people that you do better than the person themselves, would you do it to them? Uh, I don't know. Everybody always tells me to do Jeff Goldblum, like to go to his show. I still I haven't gone to his show. And that's the one where I'd be like, oh, yeah, he'd probably like it. But I think from, he'd lose his mind. But from what I've heard from other people. Oh, he can't take him so seriously. He's, or he does. he's so intoxicated with anyone he talks with that you're not going to get a real response. So what do you mean? Like, ah, yes, Adam Ray. Is that a Seattle hat you're wearing? Yes, mm, I love the Seattle. Very good. Oh my God, look at these hands. Moisturize. Oh, thanks for coming to my show. Love you. Love you. Here's my personal business card, checking account number, rounding number. Take all my money out. I love you for. And then he goes on to the next person, does the same exact thing. Oh my God. And I was like, I was kind of thinking, like, okay, that's his shtick. So it feels genuine. But sure. once I heard that, it was kind of a little heartbreaking for me. Yeah. It, so I don't know, you know, if, if, if it would be a real response. Because he's just joyous, but he repeats the same dialogue. Yeah. Um, all right. So so tell me about your family. Is my there... Who, who in your family is comparable to my stepmom? As I was mentioning earlier, who does things like, hey, look at our dog go to town on that stuffed panda. Yeah, fuck it, Sophie. Fuck it. Want a oh want a cigarette? Hey, who wants to do a puzzle? And then she'll smoke a joint, and then she will go. Um, she go. You know, uh, you can tell how long someone's going to live by the size of their ears. And then she looks at me. And she goes, "Oh, they're not that big." Who wants to do a puzzle? And then she's like, what "Hey, is, hey, have you she seen?" Smoking? And then she goes, and she goes "Hey, Nothing? she she uh, she asked my girlfriend. She goes, "Have you seen A Star Is Born?" And uh, and she goes, "No, I'm dying to." I go, "We're actually going to go see it next week. I've already seen it, but she can't wait." And she goes, "Oh, you're going to love it." And then just says the ending. Of course. And we're just like, what are you? And I and, and I wanted to make the joke of, you know what? You already ruined my childhood. Can you not ruin <laughs> movies? I uh, unfortunately um, have not had the privilege of a person in my family that that unique. Let's just say but, that where people uh, show up to a holiday or a birthday and they go, you're gonna have to see Aunt Janet or. Um, you know, Uncle Frank, or and everybody's like, "Oh, oh God, he's going to say oh. something anti-Semitic." But no, I'll do it with no, a mouthful no, of food, no, no. so it sounds funny. I've got—I mean, I've got a couple of family members who, yeah, with with a couple of drinks, they kind of go off the deep end a little bit. 
you know, and um, but nothing that crazy. Do they try to pimp you out with voices? Um, no, but they'll start doing voices to me. Oh God! They're Jesus. like, oh yeah, I could do Obama. Hey, Pion. Uh, I'm like, yeah, all right, great. And then they're like, good luck. You got to get a job at Starbucks, man. You're not gonna make it in this town. I'm like, yeah. And then, oh know. my God, you're like, I'm actually crushing it. And then they go. Uh, you know, you know what voice you should do, yep, Kathy exactly. Lee Gifford. Kathy Lee no Gifford one's is doing hot. a Kathy Lee. Hot. You know, I think she's. Dude, you know, I consider myself a little bit of a uh, voice actor. Here's a joke for you. Here's my Kathy Lee. Uh, what do you? Hey, who loves wine? Hey, Tony Danza, <laughs> yeah. Kathy Lee. It's the same fucking thing. Oh boy, me and Kathy Lee. Can I tell you something? Yo, she auditioned for a part on Who's the Boss, right? To play sexy waitress number four. And this was the one time where I had a little bit of say in the casting room, right? I, 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 I tried to go in there. Uh, they always were like, don't even get out of here. You know, I would steal the headshots. I love the headshots. Headshots are great. I love headshots. By the way, Donald Trump intervening on this because I love women. Well, you actually auditioned for an episode of Who's the Boss? I don't audition. I take I well, take the role. Well, and that's why we did not give it to you because- you, I also don't read scripts. <laughs> well, you don't, you don't read. I can't. Why would I spend time in school reading when I can count money? Daddy's good at counting ones a lot of times. One, 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 one. Is there a sitcom you'd like to be on, Donald? I would love to be on Everybody Loves Donald. <laughs> hey, Raymond, it's our new cousin, Donald. Hey, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, I forgot. We could curse on it because this show's now on HBO. Hey, Donald. I love you guys. <laughs> I'm happy-go-lucky, Donald. You know when they do the sitcom? Oh, I always hated that when that's... celebrities would go on and uh, never play. I know. Like, they'd play their name. They're like, and the guest star, Tony Danza. Yeah. And then he'd play Tony a really the janitor. cheery. Yeah, yeah. yeah or, or like something totally off. You're like, no, no, I wanted the real fucking guy. He, um, he is, uh, I think, and I'm talking about Ray Romano. One of the probably richest people in Hollywood yeah. that you would never know. Yeah, suck it, Kermit. Hey, Ray, Ray, what? What was the first thing you bought with your money? Well, the first thing I bought was some respect on the street, you know. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. Everybody in yeah, New York, there's <laughs> mafia, still mafia. Here, I said, hey, Beverly Hills, look out! Yeah, I'm gonna buy. Every one of your fucking houses, every one, and then you're gonna respect me because I own the street. But they don't tell you about property tax. <laughs> Fuck you, Beverly Hills. Uh, all right, kids, uh, say thank you to Mr. Romano. That was uh, you're welcome. Supposed to be a speech about staying off yeah, drugs. I this was HBO. No, Fuck this you. is a fourth grade class, Mr. Romano. Uh, it's odd uh, that you brought uh, Romano's macaroni and yeah, cheese. Yeah, well, I was hungry. <laughs> I eat my own merchandise. <laughs> well, how do you access that part of your voice to get that? Because that voice is so know. different. Uh, you know, that's one of the first impressions that I did at my friend's Christian water ski camp. I was the only Jew there, which one girl in my high school said during the town show. He's the only Jew. Get him. Except for the get him. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she did sound like Fran Drescher. And she um, she outed me. But we did this town show. And I did uh, like a bunch of small like... You know, here's Bill Clinton, um, you know, uh, finding out that the, uh, the the previews were shorter for the movie that he was showing up late to. And so he was bummed because the movie had already started and he missed five minutes. Oh, damn it. 
And then I go, here's Ray Romano um, finding out that Arby's closed a little uh, too early uh, on Christmas Eve, and he was real fired up to get a, uh, a double uh, beef and cheddar. But he can't now. Like long setups every time, yeah. right? And I just go, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, like, sometimes I, I don't know how I access stuff. It takes time to figure it out. Because you and, really can, you're holding on to his exact tone. Uh, well, yeah, I, I once did. Uh, like that, that is yeah, fucking bonkers. Hard. What I did it's was just hard. a very small, like, yeah, yeah everyone can do yeah. that. Um, I mean, I think when I first did him, it was Kermit the Frog with a New York accent, you know, and then I was like, yeah, lower it down a little bit more and give him from Queens, and he's got the, but he's also got a nasally thing. You know? There it is, that's. He's got the. He's kind of congested. He and, is. You know, it's always uh, muddles around. He's trying to find his way. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. It's just watching it all the time, over and over and over again. But there's some voices I I, I cannot fucking do at all, and I'm so envious of. That. Are you trying on ones uh, currently, or when you're auditioning even for a part? <clears throat> yeah. Do you obviously? I think we can both attest to this. Like you see, kind of what the breakdown is, and you try to access the part of your voice that you feel this kind of resembles or that it brings some familiarity to like, oh, okay, cool, if this is a version of this, I'll take kind of these and combine them and access this part of my uh, my vocal range, but is there something where you read and you're like, let me just try to do something fucking completely different and try to really well, find a new... I was taught that, I was <clears throat> taught that, because I was doing voiceover for a while and I was taking like VO workshops here and there and people are like, you gotta go in, read the breakdown, make sure it's correct, this is what they want. Then I went to a voiceover workshop with awesome, super talented motherfucker, Charlie Adler, and he says, fucking ignore the breakdown. They don't know what the fuck they're looking for. The breakdown is their bullshit idea of what they think they want. Wow. So he said, don't even read it. Just go into the lines and create your character. Then after you've created your character, go back to the breakdown and see how far off you were. And be like, oh, okay, I was playing this type, and I was totally, you know, whatever. And so that frees you up because you're like, fuck it. I can do whatever you want. So every time I audition, I'm, I have so much fun. Yeah. And then I read the breakdown. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, he's a dad. He's a, he's a military dad. Okay, I got it. Okay, I can do this. But um, when you do that initial, like, whatever the fuck you want, it opens up some, and accesses different things that you wouldn't consider. Yeah. It's like, you know, when you do improv on stage, yeah. when you know what you're going to do, you you know you kind of know what the outcome's going to be right when you improv you're like i don't know what's going to happen and sometimes you're like holy fuck and there's a lot of what uncertainty did I find? yeah, yeah. And, and it but it's more exciting i think yeah that's why when i like doing crowd work on stage in my uh when i'm headlining it's like just a little bit to break that monotony of material and also just knowing but connecting with the crowd you know <clears throat> yeah see tonight you did a show that was all improvised yeah <laughs> yeah i mean lately i've been doing uh mostly improvised stand up because i i, I just I can't. More fun to write on stage? Yeah, but also, I mean, I, I feel bad because I want to give a, a show, and I never go so far where I'm like, yeah, fuck the audience. No. I always go, and I try and make sure everybody's getting laughed. I mean, you could... You so could. Like, everybody's getting laughed at. <laughs> fuck you. Hey, hey, look at you with the big nose. I feel like that's no, what, no, yeah, that's no. what De Niro would say. Look at you with the big nose. <laughs> Not as big as mine. I sound like I got two fucking straws up my nose. That's how I star in all my movies. Who's more congested, De Niro or Romano? Hey, hey, we sound the same. Listen, 
We got the same scrunched up nose. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Did they drink from the same bottle of Mountain Dew Code Red and get the same nasal congested nose? Hey, Ray, Romano is me. <laughs> See what happens when you start improvising these two characters? You start fucking up the lines. Hey, Ray. Yeah, that's me. Hey, Bobby. That's me. <laughs> No, watching uh, but, your but, wheels but, turn. But with yeah, with uh, when I do improvised stand, it's so much more fulfilling for me because I just go. I have a vague idea of what I want to hit, of course. And then if I get a response, I'm like, all right, this is hitting hard. I'm going to keep pushing that. Did people scream out suggestions or how was no, it? No, 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 no. I I usually just I've been using. Oh, so the show wasn't uh, dedicated to. No, it wasn't like, hey everybody, what's a fun situation? Yeah. Donald Trump, <laughs> him, he's working at a store, but what store is it? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, curves, a curves gym for women. Listen, curves gym. Okay, everybody, we gotta get, we gotta jump off the, this machine, get to the next one. We're only supposed to be on one minute. Ready and go, fifty nine. 58. Keep going. <laughs> Melissa, you're doing great. I love it. Melissa, keep going. All right. And next machine. Sandra. No, come on. You see, I was pulling off the sand. I was reading the poster behind you <laughs> to get the name Sandra Bach. But can you believe if that Bullock. was your bit Melissa where you just had him uh, counting someone down on a treadmill and just had him count down? 59. To a minute. 58. <laughs> I'm losing my breath. This is a workout, people. I need to sit down. Can some, Is there someone I can pee on? But uh, the fun, the when you're going back to voiceover, like creating characters and yeah. finding stuff, what I'll do is I'll usually find an impression. And I'm like, well, how can I use a voice that I love and then fuck with it? Yeah. So it's like Donald Trump, but if he's a drag queen, you know? So Donald Trump is like this, and then I'm like, I make him a little more femme, and I make him a little bigger, and I accentuate things. Oh, that's a And suddenly, voice. it's a big guy. Everybody come to my show. It's going to be huge. So, whoa. You know, you I can, just saw like right. a, a picture was painted of who that is. And like, then you take Ray Romano and let's say we make him look a little bit deeper, you know, but he's still got some of that gruffness that he's got there. That's the agent. That's the agent for the drag queen. You yeah. Just listen, don't fuck with my, my girl. If you do. Well, I, I can't do nothing for you. I don't have any arms or legs. <laughs> oh, shit. But I got this amazing voice. And when I use my voice-activated phone, oh, I'll scare you to death. <laughs> Don't fuck with her. I'm doing a show tomorrow night. Sunday's the best night. Sunday's the fun day. <laughs> That's incredible that you... Okay, so taking a bass like that and then just yeah, the tweet, twisting, and then you can also merge impressions, so... Steve Buscemi with the teeth. And Charlie Sheen, right? Charlie Sheen winning, Steve Buscemi, so he's got... Winning. That's actually very hard to do, uh, but no, you, you you mix it up and you could. What about like a stuff. Charlie Sheen with um, Charlie Sheen? Charlie Charlene Sheen. Charlene Sheen. It's me, Charlene Sheen. <laughs> it's Charlie Sheen's geeky cousin. Yeah, it's Charlotte, Charlotte. Charlene Sheen. I live in the valley. <laughs> I haven't gotten any money from my daddy Martin and <laughs> Emilio Estevez. Since they lost all their houses in that fire. Oh, did you have anybody you knew out there? God, that fucking fire. <sighs> Boy, what a what a dark transition. But that <laughs> is, um, I did, ah. I did know some. Uh, yeah, yeah. Was no, Goldblum? He was I, in the I, fire, was he? I was in the fire, <laughs> and I'm also in a tunnel right now. Stuck in a tunnel. Elon Musk burrowing down beneath uh, uh, Los Angeles. 
I was hiding. Fires, flames, very hot. Uh, Jeff, for the uh, for the film, we're not going to actually have to, um, since you're not, we're not going to see you in the tunnel. We don't have to have you right now do the ADR. No, 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 don't worry. I'm in character, in character. We'll have the sound effect later. Echo. No, just Mr. Goldman, we'll add the whatever echo effects. No, this is good. This is perfect. No ADR needed. No, that's actually my water bottle you took. No, don't drink it, Mr. Goldblum. Oh, God. I don't trust where your mouth has been. Okay. Ah! <laughs> uh, I didn't know anyone uh, super well. Yeah, but I yeah. knew of a lot of secondhand people, which... And some of those stories are almost too much to absorb. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's just fascinating how... Mother Nature is just... Well, you'll, you'll read stuff in, like, you know, Oxnard Fire, and you hear houses like, oh, whatever. But then you're like, wait a minute, Malibu. Like, should I go to Malibu? I've seen... I'm, oh, yeah. You know... I still haven't gone because it's just frightening. But um, yeah, some people just lost everything, and then are like, I mean, you know, people that didn't have insurance and are starting over, but also don't know people not winning. Yeah, I mean, yeah, dude, Charlie, just I, cool it down, dude. <laughs> Fuck it, dark ass. Listen, dude, I have HIV. I'm positive. I'm positive. I have HIV. Are you doing stand up at the doctor's office, Mister Sheen? Duh. <laughs> Where else am I going to get my material? <laughs> and by the way, you my, can't keep the writing. The toughest audience is a doctor, you especially can't keep, when he's massaging your balls. Mr. Sheen, yeah, I, that's, I wanted to say, can you stop massaging patients' balls while they're asleep? Wait a minute. Quit writing tiger on all the blood pipelets. Listen, tiger blood is good blood. Tiger blood is the best blood. Blood, Big blood, if you spell tiger blood, blackbirds, <laughs> blackbirds saying. Is this a vocal warm-up? This is <laughs> <laughs> What's his vocal warm-up? What was the uh, uh, red blood, blue blood, red blood, blue blood? Oh, no. blue. Yeah. Did you get taught some of those? Yeah. What was the uh, Man, in USC in theater school, we, oh, had a, we had abominably, abdominally, anomaly. We had tour boat, toy boat, turbo. That was one of my favorites. I still do that before shows. Whether the weather is warm or whether the weather is hot, we'll be together whatever the weather, whether we like it or not. Do that as Ian McKillen. Whether the weather is cold or whether the weather is hot, we'll be together whatever the weather, whether we like to smoke pot. Oops. <laughs> Uh, how about this one? Um, Bathu, Bathu, Batha. Oh, Bathu, Bathu, Batha. Bathu, Bathu, Batha. Come out to my drag show. It'll be happening. It's on Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah, that's our opening number. Bathu, Bathu, Batha. It's me, Diamond Trump. It would have to <laughs> What kind of name? Yeah, um, Bethany. Diamond, Diamond Rump. Diamond, Diamond Rump. Rump, yeah. It's me, Diamond Rump. Come see D. Arthur, Doctor. D. Arthur? <laughs> D. Arthur. No relation to B. Arthur. B. Arthur? You can't be Arthur when you're D. Arthur. What are you guys talking about? It's another late night podcast yeah. with Adam and Brad's gone. <laughs> He's under the table. Oh, my God. You get a dwarf. You get a dwarf. Um, have you ever attended a, uh, a TV show taping? Yeah. Um, yeah, I've gone to a couple... Uh, just to see like a comedian that I liked. I'm like, fuck, I'm not, I, I haven't seen him performing around, so I just want, I'll go to a taping. And what was that? Um, what did I go see? Uh, John, fuck. John, fuck. Was John, he on, fuck. Was he, was he on Kilborn or was no, he on? Jimmy, Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy, fuck. He's a British comedian. Jimmy. Uh, oh. Um, was he oh, J God. I am so bad at names. Right. A good friend of yours. <laughs> no, he's not a friend of oh, mine. Okay. He's just a comedian like Jimmy. Shut. 
Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr, of course. Oh, yeah, yes. he's the best. Yeah, he's got a new show on Netflix. Yes, very funny. And uh, yeah, we went to go see a taping of that. But continue what we were saying. Well, have you been to a taping like a Let's Make a Deal or a Price is Right or uh, a, uh, but, an but, Ellen or Dr. Oz? Like, no, I haven't gone to a game show or one of those primetime ones. Oh, we should go to the Price is Right. Oh, my God. I've been... Come uh, on now! I've been once, and it's, uh, I rushed the stage at the taping. Oh, my Is sophomore college. Is it kind of like church where it's like... It's the, insane, the, dude. The energy brings you up. So you're like, fuck it, let's fucking do it. I've never felt energy like that in my entire life. Well, you see the people on TV, I'm like, you can't fake that. No. You can't fake that energy. People are like, fuck yeah. for real. And the person, like, it's the easiest job in the world for the warm-up comedian <laughs> because he's just like, let's get some dads to dance and let's get some fat people to shake and let's get some, uh, you know, I'll tell a couple weird jokes and then like, but people are so amped up, dude. And let's talk about the showcase showdown. The guy will be, and let's tell him what they want. You've won a speedboat. What the fuck are you going to do with it? Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. You actually aren't going to get it for 17 years, and you yeah. have to pay for half of it. Yeah. <laughs> you won. <laughs> I wonder I wonder what's uh, actually happened to some of the people that didn't win or got real close. And like, you know, like that's a documentary I like to see because I did see one on. The Price is Wrong. That's the name of the documentary. <laughs> And the price is wrong. Would you ever host a game show? Oh, I'd love to. Um, oh, I was on. No, my one of my first gigs was, um, oh, fuck, Big Saturday Night. Keegan-Michael Key yeah. was the host. And um, I think I just landed in L.A. And Barry Katz didn't even rep me. And he's like, Piat, man, I got a gig for you. Um, Wait, did you know him at this point? Or did no, he just call it you? it was just like, I got a gig for you. Just weird Jewish guy in a leather jacket giving you work. And um, don't worry about how I got your number. Picked me up. I was so excited. Went there and I was the onset impressionist. Whoa. Very cool. And so they had like a segment where I came on and they, uh, they're like talking to the con- contestants, like, guess who he is? And it was like, one minute impressions. Guess who he is? And I would do a line like, Beware, you stupid hobbits. And they'd be like, uh, Ian McKellen. And um, <laughs> I remember I did Christopher Lloyd from Back to the Future. And the guy's like, um, Michael Brown? And I was like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> who the fuck are you? But uh, no, Keegan-Michael Key was there. But the thing that blew my mind were was the contestants were all improv actors. Wow. So, because, so, so they yell, cut, the bell rings, bring. We go behind the curtains, and the producers go up to him, like, love what you guys are doing. Just amp up the energy a little bit. And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And they're all talking about Second City and, and growlings. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, these are, they hire improv actors. <laughs> so I don't know how far that show went. I don't think it's anywhere. Probably not on the air anymore. But big Saturday night, Keegan-Michael Key was the host. Is there footage somewhere? Probably on YouTube. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think my brother recorded something if you type in... <laughs> Because Keegan Michael Key goes like uh, the world's greatest impressionist, yeah, you know, because yeah. they overhype the fuck out of it. Yeah. And I'm on there. It's so bad. It's so bad. But what impressions did you do? Do you remember? Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, I, I have no idea. What did you do for the holidays? I haven't seen you since then. Um, I stayed home. Um, <laughs> didn't really go anywhere. I think we went to Disneyland, maybe. But no, we 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 chilled out. kept it kept it cool at home. You prefer it. that. Yeah. Because uh, there's always like, you know, holiday yeah. parties and like uh, Voice of Agency, I'm sure, had a party. Oh, like. yeah. No, you went to like some of those parties. Um, 
Okay, I'm name dropping. Please now. do. I was going to ask. Name like, dropping time. Uh, I see. Family Guy. Wait, you went to that one? Yeah, yeah. I was just going to ask. That's I saw videos from somebody at Seth McFarlane's holiday party, and I was like, that looks like the well, best. Well, he party has ever. separate ones. He has one at his house, and then they have the Fox. Fox, American Dad, and Family Guy party, which I think is completely different. Because at Seth's party, he turns into a crooner, and he's got everybody sitting down, drinking, and he's like, happy holidays. He's got a full band, right? Yeah, yeah. But at the Family Guy party, it's just like a standard, you know, whatever. We did at the, um, what do they do at the, uh, not the, Clifton's, Clifton's downtown, which is great. Isn't it great listening to the comedians who party all the time? Are you at home? (laughs) Probably in the Midwest or probably like, this guy's a fucking asshole. I got to work yeah. tomorrow, and he's part I just of drove my buddy's guy? truck into a Shake Shack. I just drove my buddy's truck into a Shake Shack, <laughs> and God damn it, if he didn't get me a shake. By the way, do you know Matthew McConaughey's doing Carl's Jr. voiceover now? What? Oh, dude. As, Are you serious? I want to get McConaughey famous, <laughs> which should be the name of like- Get some... yourself a Lincoln, and then on the way, drive over to Carl's Jr. McConaughey famous should be the name of a documentary or a type of blood or a type of McConaughey famous or a type of cocaine that Sheen sells. McConaughey famous, McConaughey. But he, well, Steve Buscemi really wants to do a McDonald's. <laughs> if you guys like big things, big ideas, big teeth, try a Big Mac, and you might turn out looking like me. <laughs> Uh, but he goes, uh, it's just so soft and subtle and you can't totally pick up on it unless you really know his voice. And he's just, and I'm like, oh, what a sweet gig. They're yeah, just like, yeah. yo, here's five mil. Just describe the burger. Because that's all it is. It's a slow zooming shot. It is. Oh, yeah, he's just like, Lettuce. red, Here's salt. ketchup. Here's <laughs> patties. Don't forget pesticide. <laughs> None of it's real food. It's all plastic. <laughs> You might How as well be eating. Get so shiny. <laughs> you might as well be eating Play-Doh. Cancer. The new Play-Doh cancer pesticide if you double love jalapeno cancer burger. And you want to die early? <laughs> try the new Carl Jr. <laughs> the fuck am I reading? No, they probably give him a give him give him a fucking joint and no script, and they show him a picture of the burger and like, damn. <laughs> Thing is covered in sesame seeds, lettuce, tomato, onions. Damn, that's food in some parts of the country, but here on the top of Beverly Hills Mountain with Ray Romano. Hey, not a, not a I own place. this fucking mountain. All right, get off my mountain. At the, hey, at the corner of Brad Garrett Boulevard. Hey, Raymond, <laughs> I can see your fucking property from here. <laughs> I turned him into a w, WWF wrestler. Oh, dude, if you're... Raymond, a, come on! By the way, Brad Garrett is one... Have you had him on podcast yet? No, oh, but he's, he just seems like the guy that would be... Oh, to, he, to be a like he's pro wrestler, like, if an oh, if a sitcom star he's a just fucking hilarious wrestler, he's like Don Rickles. I've heard he's the sweetest god. guy ever too. Oh yeah, oh my god! I did a session for um, Christopher Robin. They had Winnie the Pooh movie, yeah, that came out. What did you ago. do for it? Um, I did uh, NDA stuff, so okay. I won't say what I did specifically. But I did voices for the movie when they were developing it and working on it. And um, I came in, and Brad Garrett was the voice of Eeyore in the movie. And his voice is fucking low, normally low. 
But when he does Eeyore's, it's like 10 times lower. It's so fucking scary. Oh, my. So Eeyore's scary in the new Winnie the Pooh? Yeah. Or the Christopher Robin? It's like a dark story, yeah? No, it's not scary. No, it's Christopher Robin going through puberty, and he's like, I think bestiality is something I'm into. It's Ewan McGregor, and he comes back, and he's... He's um, he's, Ewan McGregor. And he comes you back. say Ellen McGregor? Ellen McGregor. It's me before I became a man. <laughs> Wait, he's the voice of Robin? Uh, no, he is Christopher Robin, older, so it's live action. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. And so it was all live action, but... Um, I don't know how I feel about that. It was okay. It was like a heartfelt thing okay. where he goes to rediscover his childhood and runs into Winnie the Pooh and... Winnie the Pooh has been very sad because Christopher Robin has not been in the Hundred Acre Wood for a long time. And Tigger was there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there, it's me, Tigger. I've been as a licking these here a mushroom. <laughs> and I've been getting high and getting bumped. <laughs> Charlie Sheen gave me his tiger blood. Yeah, dude, I fucking rode Tigger. <laughs> that Tigger dude is fucking awesome. He's one letter away. One letter away. Oh, easy, me. Charlie. <laughs> Hold on, let me say it. Wait, who no. does wait, <laughs> who does Piglet? Um, gosh, like I don't Haley know. Haley Joel Osment or Hey, it's me, Michael J. Fox is uh, Piglet. <laughs> oh God. Uh, <laughs> great of... Scott, it's not you. It's me. Wait, is that? Is that... <laughs> That's actually Christopher Robin and Christopher Lloyd. That's a great casting, actually. That would be great. Yeah. No, I think they they mixed it up. I don't know. Robert De Niro is Rue, the baby kangaroo. Hey, listen, I got to get back in that pouch. It's a very warm pouch. (laughs) Mama Kanga. I turn it into Kanga. It's me, Kanga. Get in my pouch. Get in my my pouch couch. Get get. Get get on my get on my pouch couch. It's so comfortable on my pouch couch. Okay, the pouch couch is either something that he pitched to Mattel twenty years ago, and they go, "Dude, so many reasons to say no to this." Wait a minute, I want to try this pouch couch. I just had a Carl's Junior loaded with it's THC. It's not a burger. It's not a burger. And I want to jump in that pouch couch. It's not a car. It's. I would sell the fuck out. It's a perv furniture. If you By go the to, way, perv furniture is the guy who sells the pouch to, couch. <laughs> Do we create the character for perv furniture? That's his name. Hey, it's me, perv from perv furniture. If you need yourself a couch, then there's no better place. Come on down and get the, the get the pouch couch. You, it's like a pita bread. You ever seen a pita bread? Jeff Bridges. Hey, man, you know, pita bread is great. I actually have some in my mouth right now. I don't know if you can tell, man. Fucking uh, too much. Is, is there one product that, because I mean, you know, as we do voiceover, obviously, like, yeah. we're always coming across. <clears throat> oh, by the way, your Kennedy narration for that CNN documentary was oh. fucking unbelievable. CNN, the Kennedys, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that was so good, dude. Well, that's, uh, well, it's all mic technique because you get closer to the microphone and, and you know, you can, because I, I have a pretty quiet voice. Like, Sometimes my normal voice is pretty quiet, and sometimes I'll talk to people, and I don't, you know, this is normally yeah. how I talk to people. And people yeah. Are like, what? What did you say? And I'm like, oh, I, I'm sorry. I'll talk, speak up a little. Do you get hired for that voice? No, never. Yeah. No. People never. don't want that voice. No. Even at home, I don't even use that voice. I talk like this at home. It's <laughs> <laughs> so fucking creepy. Because <laughs> we have so many cats, and we talk to the cats, <clears> and I'm like, excuse me, did <clears throat> you poop? Wonderful, <laughs> and we, we, my girlfriend and I would do this silly, like, stupid voice, and it got way out of hand. And now we just talk like that all the time. So I'm like, Sweetie, I'm home. I'm so cold. Can we turn the heat up, please? 
I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? I know, man. You can't uh, help it. Do you it's do one that of the with reasons, your girlfriend at all? Do you no, and it's one of the reasons shit? I'm avoiding getting a, probably a pet is I know I'm going to start talking like that to it. Oh, look at you with your poopy on the floor. Although I did almost adopt a dog in Portland yeah? two weeks ago. Oh, yeah? I did this morning show uh, to promote the shows, and it was um, puppy day or something. So they brought down these from the shelter, these uh, adorable puppies. And all of a sudden, I'm holding one named Sylvia, and she's shaking the first like three, four minutes. Oh, shaking while I'm holding yeah, her, yeah. but just so cute. And I was like, I'm not letting you go. You will get comfortable. No, and uh, and all of a sudden she did, and then was just resting up on me. And you know, I haven't had a dog uh, in <clears throat> probably you know what twenty five years. And wow. man, I was developing this like hardcore connection and just understanding. You know, because when you're around people, your friend's dogs or my sister's yeah, yeah, dogs, yeah. they're just so but, big. I mean, it's such a commitment. A, a puppy, it is, but I was so close and did not do it, but then went back to do the afternoon show, right? Uh, and they're like, I heard this morning you almost adopted a puppy. You know, just being, trying to make small talk. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And it actually uh, was a real big bummer because I was uh, very close and just had to step back and make a adult responsible decision and with all the traveling coming up and and my complex not allowing pets was kind of a big deal breaker um yeah yeah yeah. and then just having to keep it down so i go i did not do that and the woman goes well we actually have video let's see some of that video from earlier today and then they just play this slow-mo montage of me like bonding with this puppy oh my god and i literally go i go do you guys have footage of my fucking parents divorce that you want to play after this you know because like how the fuck did they get that oh well from earlier in the day because it was the morning show but then i'm like god the nerve to just do that yeah. and and you know it was it was it was overwhelmingly surprising of how uh much i i wanted that dog like i was like god is there something well i it's such a commitment especially if you're traveling you're no it'll it'll <clears throat> screw up the dog for sure yeah you know i mean like uh amir has a uh, yep his little yeah i don't know how there. he does it but that guy's a little older so it's easier you know but if it's a younger guy there's there's no way but like that's that's been the hardest thing for us is like we we uh, we foster cats and we have cats and we rescue. So that's cats. why you have so many. Yeah, um, and you know we'll foster them out. We'll take in sick ones. We'll we'll make sure they get better. Then all this stuff. And so it's harder to travel because, you know, you got all these cats. So you just hire a sitter or something. But in, always in the back of your mind, you're just like, fuck, what's happening at home right now? Will you ever get more cats? Please don't 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 encourage my girlfriend. Oh no. God, no. No. Six is enough, right? Oh, no, six is enough. You ever see that cat movie with Kevin Spacey? <laughs> oh, what was it? Nine Lives or yeah. something like that? Listen, I'm a cat, and I've got a lot of things on my mind. <laughs> Why don't you let me sit on your lap? By the way, how old are you? 13? Perfect. Kevin Spacey is the perverted cat, but it's okay because he's a cat, but he's still perverted, but you don't know because he's a cat. And him massaging you isn't weird because it's a cat. And him touching your leg isn't weird because he's a cat. But it's still Kevin Spacey, so what the fuck? I just found the perfect out. Kevin Spacey is fucking cat shit. Cat shit. I watched, I watched it on a plane. It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. I, those are the only, isn't it amazing? That, like, you can watch trailers. I'm like, oh, that's an airplane movie. I'm going to watch that on the airplane. Yeah, how do you determine whether uh, something is worthy of your time at home or well, on a plane? Because you, you know that, um, it, no, on an airplane, it's like, fuck it. I have six hours to kill. I just want to kill those hours. It doesn't matter. So you get tired of 
of the stuff. I'll, I'll usually watch stuff I've already seen so that time flies by faster. But yeah, yeah I like watching stupid, shitty stuff on there because I'm like, nobody knows me on this plane. Ah, fuck it. Yeah. There's certain movies I have to not watch, like the movie Wonder with Owen Wilson and Julia Roberts and the kid with the fucked up face. <laughs> I watched it on the way to Hawaii after like six Mai Tais and I was just <laughs> so fucking... Were you balling? I'm just like, because there's one moment wow, with a... with your a, face was so fucked up. Well, <laughs> wow. That's Again, you're paraphrasing That's the dialogue. Melissa but, Villasenor. Yeah. It was Melissa Villasenor oh, yeah. doing Owen Wilson. I know. It's... Wow. I wish she could do like if there's outtakes from that movie or like a, a reading like yeah, the yeah. auditions with the kid and he comes in and Owen's like good God look at your face you know wow. I mean he like and there's this scene where I'm just like just sobbing my fucking eyes out where the kid's like he comes back from school and he's like they all made fun of me and Julia Roberts is like hey you're fine you look normal and then cut back to him and his like nose is further into his eye and I'm like alright so I'm like I'm crying <laughs> But I'm also like, I'm almost like there's some holes in this story, you know. You know, they're making Wonder <clears> 2, <throat> starring Charlie Sheen. It's called fucking Wonder Winning. It's where I adopt the kid. I adopt the fucking kid. Owen Wilson gives him I a... I put him on my pouch couch. <laughs> we fucking blow it. We go see Diamond Rump. It's Donald Trump before he is, you know, it's one of his drag queen shows. Fucking awesome. Show him the world. Show him that he is probably the most beautiful person on Hollywood Boulevard, uh, Oh, man. Um, well, this is the best. I appreciate you coming by again. Yeah, of course, man. Always it, good to see you. It's good to just throw shit up against the wall. I'm so glad you're doing Public. stand-up, too. You're, yeah, you're yeah. so no, I've, I've And been, you should I've, be on stage more in 2019. Yes, I will be. I was doing Groundlings <clears throat> for a while, and now I'm just like, all right, time to focus on stand-up. Yeah. Time to make it happen. So you guys can check me out on yeah, give all whatever your it is, dot com. I'm, I'm great at marketing. No. <laughs> Piotmichael.com, P-I-O-T-R, Michael.com has all the links for all that stuff. Uh, I'm sending Wait, you. What were you in? You can find out. Just fucking Google me. I'm, uh, I just sent you, because uh, I do this oh, every time you with you. Oh, you motherfucker. The, uh, all my, right. My favorite thing all to right. do. My, all right. My I'm going to close it. Cold reading with Piot Michael. Um, all right. All right. <clears throat> is this, this always makes me laugh where, where, while I'm recording. Where I send. Motherfucker. I write something for Piot <laughs> during the podcast. Yeah, and you're really good at showing. Don't look at it okay, at all, I'm, by the way. I'm, hold on. I'm not, re I'm not looking. At, I'm, okay. I'm waiting. Did you text it to me? Did you email me? Email it to, to your Gmail, I think. Okay, well, I, I didn't get it yet. So and I, I know, uh, this is really eating up airtime. These people are like, what the, this is entertainment? Uh, let's see. Driving send. on the fucking road, just hit a fucking Shake Shack. There, These motherfuckers uh, are just. Yeah, yeah it went. Okay, here we go. Okay. I got it. I got it. Who, who do you want it? <clears throat> what, who, what are we doing? Um, let's, uh, well, it's, it's Morgan Freeman. It's always Morgan Freeman. Earlier today, I went to my local Rite Aid because the girl I've been having intercourse with she <laughs> fuck you <laughs> it's so hard to read this shit when I'm reading ahead I li literally just need to read word word okay I'm gonna cover this shit yeah she wanted some start over okay <laughs> fuck this is so hard I'm gonna be here for 45 minutes and now some more and now a look inside Academy Award winner Morgan Freeman's head. Earlier today, I went to my local Rite Aid because the girl I've been having intercourse with, well, she wanted some gummy vitamins and apparently was all out of tampons. That reminds me, when I was filming The Bucket List, Jack Nicholson dared me to stick a tampon in my butthole. 
And I did it. Because it's Jack. And I... <laughs> and I'd do anything for that guy. <sighs> Fuck. Sorry. Like if a gun was held in my head, I couldn't do this. I'd kidnap a family of midgets and get them to work at Baskin Robbins just so I could get discounts on waffle cones. When will MySpace come back? Is the name of. <laughs> I can't ruin the joke. <clears throat> When will MySpace come back is the name of a one-man show I'd like to put on for blind kids. They may not be able to see, but they love a good comedy. <laughs> Ever seen the Lionel Richie music video where he's chasing around blind woman singing at her, is it me you're looking for? What a dick. <laughs> She's blind, man. She's looking for a door handle to get a hold of. Anyway, thanks for listening, and enjoy your 2019. Hug a stranger, touch a butterfly, and find yourself a friend. And show them your couch pouch. <laughs> Only $16.99 at morganfreeman.com. Enter the promo code Adam Ray <laughs> and the About Last Night podcast <laughs> to get 10% off. Good night, my baby. I would, dude. I'm. Oh God, I would it's highly. So hard it, if to there do. was. Oh, dude, I don't know if there's a show in that or like a, like well, a it's, CD. It's, we were talking an about audio that book where we were doing like uh, celebrity affirmations. A fake audio book. Yeah. A celebrity affirmation. Like a, you know. Well, what we could do an Instagram. We should just do it. You know. Oh my God, we should, dude. It's so. Because you don't. Funny. All you need to do is show the text going up, or delayed, or just a picture of the guy in flowers. And a slideshow. Uh, every Saturday night, I make sure to go down to CVS. I talk to Susie. She's the only one there who works at 2 in the morning. Yes, my CVS is open at 2 in the morning. I don't know why, and I really hope that is a CVS, because I've been getting a lot of pharmaceutical drugs from them recently and been having one hell of a time. In fact... Now that I think about it for the fourth time today, it's not a CVS. God damn it. Well, whatever the fuck they're giving me, it's working. Because I'm still alive. I hope I am. I hope this isn't me as a spirit floating above my wrinkly black ass body, staring down at those weird fucking freckles on my cheek. What the fuck are those, by the way? Do I have cancer? Maybe I do. I should see a doctor. I should see that girl at the CVS. Whatever the fuck that is. This is Morgan Freeman. Letting you know that wherever you get your high, always know if it feels good, do it. Morgan Freeman for Nike. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, yeah, we could just, oh yeah. my God, it's oh, just dear. endless, endless stuff. Well, I did like oh. a Jeff Goldblum thing where he was talking, 
I was looking at a, a Christmas tree and just like, ah, oh, look at the Christmas tree. And I just went ornaments to ornament. Oh, my and God. And people were fucking That's on losing Instagram? their mind. Yeah, yeah, on, on Instagram. And uh, people lost their mind. Do those get uh, a lot of views for you when you just Yeah, yeah. That? But yeah. then a lot of messages like, why are you fucking? Will Sasso's like, do more of this fucking it, shit. I know, dude. Chris D'Elia saw it. And I was like, oh, yeah. I think, and he was like, this is fucking hilarious. I'm like, oh, yeah, I should probably keep doing <laughs> Yeah, let's figure something out with that, yeah, man. Well, well, remember you did my voicemail with Goldblum, and every, like that was the best yeah. voicemail I think I've ever had, dude. I swear before to that God, I was doing things like five other guys who have Jeff Goldblum voicemails. <laughs> and I don't feel so special. Well, it's okay. <laughs> They're all they they are the, like I did Kung Fu Panda, the the director on there. He's like, can you do my voicemail? I'm like, what the fuck? So she's like, hi, uh, Jeff Goldblum. But um, that's so cool, dude. No, it's, at some point they're gonna want they're gonna be like, can you just do Goldblum for like. You know, some big DreamWorks movie. They're going to be like a wow. Goldblum. I mean, I don't know the variation of Goldblum to make another character. Maybe like a Goldblum. Is there a Goldblum Bloom Trump or? It's me, Silver Bloom. <laughs> ah, Silver Bloom. <laughs> ah, Silver Blum. Because he's Sil- so Silver distinct. Blum. Couch Pouch. Silver Blum. Oh, 100% Goldblum. <laughs> oh, my and God. 100% Piot. 100%. 100%. Well, this has been incredible. Thanks, Thanks for coming over. For having me, man. It, do you, this is why you're the best because you can just pop over. I'll pop over. And I do- <laughs> am the last minute motherfucker who's dying well, to get his voice in and doesn't even do his own fucking podcast. I know that's next for you. No, I. That's what I need to right? do this year. I have all the equipment. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Will you be a guest? I'll be your first guest. Fuck you. No, you get somebody bigger. <laughs> Who's bigger than you? <laughs> oh, fuck you. Good night, everybody. Oh, good uh, night, everybody. <laughs> so, that's the show. Thanks for tuning in. We had laughs and stories. Now go listen to more episodes on iTunes or your phone. Subscribe and tell your family and everyone you know. But what should I tell them? Well, you can just tell them that. subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice.